Welcome to the Osprey Podcast. Today, we're joined once again by a man who needs no introduction. Nimstai is with us to discuss something that's been secretly in the works since the earlier days of Project Possible and now is ready to be revealed. What could it be? What could it be? I'm your host, Marcus Brown, and this is the Osprey Podcast. So let's talk product a little bit. We've been working on a somewhat secret project, we being Osprey and yourself. Um, obviously, it began a few years ago as you were ticking off your many 8,000 meter mountains and um, you needed the right tools for the job. Um, and you came to us and you said, I need to change this. I've got this pack, which I believe was an Ether Pro, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you wanted to make some changes. First of all, I think to set things up, what is the reason for, I mean, maybe it's fairly obvious, but what is the reason for needing the absolute top level kit, the most efficient piece of kit for you? Yeah, look, so, okay, two things. You know, Aether Pro, Pro is a very good backpack, you know, for like, so many people who do in you know, a different stuff in the Alps and maybe in the Himalayas, but for us, like, you know, we need a very big backpack, it's strong and also needs to have so many like quite area. And the reason why is, you know, we carry probably 10 times bigger than what normal people carry on, on the mountains, you know, because one, you know, we, we are guiding and we need to have so much like, you know, the kit that we need to be able to fit um, the fixing equipment. Um, yeah, on top of that personal oxygen cylinders, everything, you know, when we guide. So I wanted to have this one backpack designed for extreme high altitude mountaineering, especially for the guides. Okay. The clients can have it too, because it's very light, it's very durable and all that. Uh, but I wanted to have something that can like, you know, do like, you know, yes, it's the backpack. So, yeah, we've been designing that for a while now. Um, I think we are still on the final adjustment, which I had sent the, the reports to, to the team. And hopefully it will be good. Yeah, we, we did trial that on K2 Winter as well, um, obviously. And then and then we had it in Everest and Lotse. So, yeah. So what's really, really cool about this is that, quite often when athletes work on on products they don't really have that much say about what changes are made but in this instance you've had very very direct influence on what changes get made to the product because it it started literally with a single product that just you were using uh, and then you would say it's not big enough i need it bigger i need this i need that we would do that and then send you a new version and then you would trial that one out um, how would you say the process has been from beginning to end? Um, has it, has it literally been that just a lot of like, we send you a single new iteration, you play with it, you see what you think, you send it back. Yeah. The, the big thing here is like, you know, cause we have got that direct contact and connections. So, and also people in Osprey do listen. So it's been pretty, I would say, it's, it's been a long process for sure. We talk about this about nearly 
a year and a half ago, and here we are now. We had a prototype in K2 as well in winter, mm -hmm. and obviously we did ask for a few amendments. We had taken on Everest, and I have got now last amendments. So yeah, when it comes out, hopefully it will be the backpack, you know? So yeah. And I suppose this is the really cool thing that we haven't mentioned yet, is that the pack is going to become wide, more widely available. I say more widely, I don't think we'll be making very many of them, so they'll probably still be quite exclusive. Um, but at the same time, they will be available to buy, which is really, really cool. So it's called the Nimsdai 90. It's 90 litres. As he said, that's a big pack, um, much bigger than, than most people probably need. Um, but when you when you need a tool to do a particular job, you need the right tool, don't you? So what... The thing is, mate, it's a big backpack, but it's very light. It's very light. You can mm. compact it. So rather than having a, a small backpack that doesn't fit like most of the equipment, you can, I would have, I would much rather have a, a decent sized backpack, which is equally the same weight and then light, you know, mm -hmm. pretty cool. So, yeah, I think, I think that will come and obviously, hopefully once people see the whole, you know, the backpack, they will love it. I think we're taking a few more again on K2 to, to to do the final trial as well so awesome. yeah uh so talk me through a few more of the specific changes obviously the big one is is the size what okay, were some so of the other tweaks that you made the other tweaks is like the material okay the material that nimstein 90 is made is solid i think it's the strongest material that we can find and then some of the like other osprey bags are also made from that um mm. and the second like you know the the crampon bag um at the uh, the crampon pocket at the back of the bag you know you cannot only fit the crampon but you can fit all this stuff there as well and it has got the dual strap inside the uh, inside the sack because that is like sometimes you know you'll see like surplus carrying big equipment and we don't have the strap to to strip it but not only that they're like small loops on the at the bottom of the uh of the backpack as well. So if we need to put the ropes, there is like loops and all that. Um, the tops, uh, you know, the cover can be removed or it can still be with, with the backpack itself. So if there are people who want to climb without oxygen, like for example, which I did on Kanchenjunga, uh, Everest and Lutze, you don't have to carry much. So you don't need the top cover. So the top cover can be removed and you can still have that. For climbing, got a great pocket inside. You can fit the oxygen perfectly at the center. And, and it goes around it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Would you say that um, you've, you've pretty much arrived at what perhaps a few years ago, if you imagined, oh, this is, this is actually what I need and no one makes it yet. Oh, Would yeah, you say so you've arrived at that point? We had that like, you know, when I started, you know, the whole of the project possible, I would have that, but we didn't have, we didn't have that. So <laughs> now we have it. And then there are so many like, you know, guides who work on extreme high altitude mountaineering and hopefully, you know they will appreciate it so it's yeah it's it's cool that um you know you pointed out that actually it would be really useful even if you don't always need the full 90 liters of space the fact that it's super light and you can just cinch it down make it smaller yeah you can make it smaller it's very compactful when you when you really make it small it can be very small you know so why would I just take like, you know, two backpacks or like the smaller one where I couldn't fit much when I can actually have bigger one that looks small and that can be bigger. So, yeah. Tell me what, give us a little bit 
um, of an idea as to how life has changed. Because obviously the film came out. Um, I don't want to go into this too far, but it'd be great to know a little bit of what's go been going I'm, on since. I'm the biggest man in, in nature, to be honest. Look, look, I, I got here like five days ago to, to see my family because um, I have been away for almost two and a half months, almost three months. But then, you know, look, right now I'm doing podcasts, right? And before that, I had about seven interviews. Yesterday, I had meetings. And I, I don't only like, you know, climb and all that. I run the guiding company called Elite Expert. And on top of that, I run other four other companies, you know? So I am, I'm full on, man. But it's good. It's good. You know, I have got loads of responsibilities, but I also have the voice, you know, that I can, I can be the voice for those people who don't have the voice. So... Yeah, a lot of things to do um, as as a responsible person. But yeah, I'm not I'm not you know overwhelmed or anything by it. You know, it's okay. I'm I'm loving the process. And on that note, you've uh, of of sort of responsibility, I suppose. Um, you've been doing a lot of work on Big Mountain Cleanup. Uh, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, look, you know, like it's been like really good season for us for everybody. Um, we thought that we would be able to clean the whole of in you know, a camp for this season, but mate, there's not a chance. It's just because I didn't realize how much manpower you need. So we're employing hmm. at least 54 staff in for for my company, guiding company. So on Everest, when you know most of us, we have to go out for the load carry. But when we come back, we come empty. So I was saying to everybody, like, if you come, like, you know, with the rubbish, you can you can make money. So every staff were getting paid, and 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 they did bring the rubbish and all. But the size of cleanup we need for for this stuff is humongous. So yes, we did our bit, but again, we you know, as I said on my my latest post on Instagram, this is something that we have to do year after year after year in order to 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 meet that. And mm -hmm. of course, that it comes awareness. At least the awareness was was spread out. People were uh, mindful of what they were doing. Um, yeah, I think it was successful, but we didn't we didn't quite achieve what we wanted to achieve. So we have to do that again next year. What is it that you want to achieve ultimately? We wanted to clean whole of the camp folk. South Cold is at the death zone. It's very tough, you know. It's, it's real. And that rubbish is not just done by one season. It's done by, like, more than 50 years of stuff, you know. So Because this, this hasn't really been done before, has it? A, a full-scale attempt to try and clean up the entire... So now, as long as we are now putting our heart, our heart into into what we're doing and and care about our planet, you know, it's cool. That's what I'm saying. And, and you know, you take inspiration from it because it is an example of a, a very what's ultimately a very simple act of litter picking, but it's in the most the most one of the most dangerous stages in the world. You know, it's it's on on the world stage at the top of the death zone i mean yeah and the big thing is it gets buried you know when when there's a snowfall that becomes ice and and some of them are very hard to take out it's not just like you know easy evolution imagine people struggle to put take one step there and now you're cleaning and, and trying to take the debris out that's like like something everest again so like mm -hmm. hey it mm -hmm. takes time but as long as people are mindful and everybody do their bit, it will be clean. You know, it will probably take a matter of a few years. Well, 
I'm very aware that you have a very busy schedule, so I'm going to let you go. Um, but, mate, it's been a pleasure to catch up, uh, and I hope that the, your uh, your newfound fame continues to treat you kindly. Thank you, Mark, mate. Great to, great to speak to you today, and uh, you have a lovely evening, um, and hopefully I will get to see you soon. You too, mate. Cheers, brother. The new Nimsdye 90 is available now on the Osprey website, whether you're looking to take on some of the biggest mountains across the world, or if you simply want to frame it and hang a beautiful collector's item on your wall, you can do that as well. If you'd like to support Big Mountain Cleanup, just go to nimsdye.com forward slash big dash mountain dash cleanup, where you can find the link to their GoFundMe page. I've been your host, Marcus Brown, and this has been the Osprey Podcast.